everyone. I'm your host, Rosie, and you're listening to My Intrusive Thoughts. Welcome to another episode. Okay, before we move forward with this episode, I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who has shown such tremendous support for the second season so far. I am blown away. I actually was not expecting it for some reason. Like, my first season was good. Like, it was better than I could have imagined. Honestly, I'm so grateful. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah for it. But the second season, it started off with such a bang. And I don't know, I'm kind of a little pressurized now. But we'll we'll do our best, okay? You and I, we both will do our best. And whatever it is that's coming in the future, we're going to stay steadfast and stay punctual. That is for me, by the way. Rosie, you're gonna continue making good episodes and you're not going to be too overcritical and you're not going to beat yourself down every single chance you get, okay? You're going to be confident and you're going to love every second of it. (laughs) You better. So, what is it that's on my mind tonight? Um, By the way, I've just had my tea and I've had a long day, which was productive, so I'm in good spirits. Actually, I think I should talk about my entire week. So, uh, first of all, I started a new gig, like a side gig, which is basically tutoring, academic tutoring. And I've always had a passion for, you know, teaching because I think it's it's kind of in my blood because my mom is a professor also like i think pretty much everybody in my family it has an inbuilt teacher mode in them (laughs) um so it kind of i don't know i should have seen it coming but i was a little daunted by the prospect of teaching kids but now that i am doing it i am really enjoying myself like i don't know it's always the fact that i wanted to inspire people with something and when I was doing my O-levels and A-levels and even during med school I was so mentally burnt out I was so tired and fatigued and I just always wished there was a teacher who would like you know counsel me and help me and make me feel good and you know whenever I'm feeling down I can like go to them and get some form of like support and ask for help like someone I can turn to when I need help and guidance and you know i was blessed with some great seniors uh in med school and even when i did my internship medical internship we had a very progressive environment we had a very um great atmosphere of learning and mingling and socializing and just learning essentially and that really helped me make good memories and work on my skills as well as enjoyed the tasks that I was doing, you know. Being at the hospital can be very, very mentally exhausting. You're always surrounded by sickness and deaths and, you know, all sorts of um, negative, bad things. So having a good support system, having a good team with you, with whom you can laugh and, you know, uh, just, just spend time and just relax and also work in tandem with, you know, have a good synergy together when you're working. That's really important. And I got to experience that. So now that I'm in a position where I can give back a little and maybe help 
somebody else, you know, achieve their dreams. I feel like it's a job that was made for me. I think it was tailor made for me. And this, even though it's like a side hustle, I am very, very enthusiastic about it. So I'm teaching biology and English to O-level kids. And uh, so far it's been good. It was actually funny because the first day that I went in for the interview, I was not expecting to be hired, obviously, because like I don't have any experience of teaching kids before. I, I was like really not uh, sure about this. But then I went in, my interview was like really good. And then they were like, you're hired. You're starting work tomorrow. And I was like, wow. So I come in first day and then it was like, it was so cute and funny at the same time because everybody was like, can I please book a class with you? Can I please book a class with you? And I was just so surprised by the enthusiasm the kids were showing. And um, I li- literally went around the whole place just like giving motivational speeches to everybody because I could see how stressed the kids were. And I remember the time when I was preparing for my you know, O-level exams and then A-level. This journey, uh, you know, as much as it is essential and a very crucial step in forming whatever career paths you're going to be taking ahead, it can be very daunting and isolating and challenging and just exhausting mentally and physically for students. And on top of that, add all sorts of like other factors, you know, the fact that you don't have social life at this point, the fact that you're always so busy studying, the fact that everybody's pressurizing you into doing one thing or another. There's so many things happening at the same time. You get overwhelmed a lot. And I remember at that time that I had some amazing teachers who were there to calm me down and, you know, show me the right path. And it's just, it's crazy how it works, right? We've come a full circle and now I am that person and I want to help these students. So, I started that and it has been a good experience so far. So I'm hoping that going forth, it's going to continue like that. Um, And while I was doing that, actually, I got talking to some kids about, you know, what they want to do with their lives ahead. And it's such a generic question. It's something that you've heard so many times probably already in your life even if you're like a fifth grader or something like i don't know everybody's just curious to know what you want to do in 10 years or 5 years or 20 years and it's like i don't know i don't even know what i'm going to eat tomorrow for lunch like how am i supposed to plan ahead but i think more than the fact that it showcases just how serious you are about certain things in life like how passionate you are and what kind of goals you want to achieve are you even goal oriented or not because like i know people who would have answered with like fuck i care you know i just want to be like comfortable have a roof over my head and just like warm food on the table and that's it i don't have any real goals i just want to live through life cruise through life basically and then i know people who are like we want to change the world okay so there's all sorts of people and every person has their own goals, has their own wants and needs, and it's okay. Every person has their own goals, whatever they wish from life. And I think that's where the magic happens, right? When you put value into something, whether it be a career, whether it be life experiences, whether it be traveling, whether it be becoming a barista, whether it be writing a book, you know, 
as long as you put that effort in, you're going to get there eventually. And I believe in that. I definitely believe that you will cash your efforts in one form or another eventually. And sometimes it's in the form of money. Sometimes it's in the form of you know appreciation. Sometimes it is in the form of prayers from elders and people that you've helped. And all of that matters, I guess. Um, it's only how much effort and value you put into things, right? So anyways, that was not even my topic, actually. Like, this was not what I wanted to talk about coming in. But now that we're talking about this, let me just continue with this. And I'll talk about that other topic in a different ramble, hopefully. Anyway, so I guess, yeah, coming back to the topic about, you know, what you want to do with your life. I guess sometimes we overcomplicate it. You know, it's a simple question. What do you see yourself doing in five years? From my experience, it can go a lot of different ways, obviously, because every individual has a different experience, different life, um, a different set of goals, their own moral compass, you know, whatever they wish for, whatever their aims are, whatever their goals are. And I've also seen that we're constantly changing. So our needs are also constantly changing. We're growing up, you know, we're experiencing the world in different ways our perspective on things are changing so with every era of your life you're going to experience new things and you're going to want to experience new things for example like when i was a kid i wanted to grow up and be a rock star well actually i still do and now that i'm a doctor i want to be a surgeon you know i am a qualified doctor i'm a medical doctor and i am a I want to specialize now. I want to be an emergency medicine doctor and or I want to be a surgeon or, you know, I want to write a book, like a lot of things that you want to do. But then the most important question is that is your goal achievable? And, you know, sometimes when you think of this, you're like, so what if it's not achievable? What about it then? The answer to that is that make it achievable. I mean, as long as it's practical, I mean, um, let's not just, you know, stray off the path here and be like, I want to be a dragon tamer. Because like, awkward pause there. I don't know how that in any shape or form is going to be even possible in the coming, I don't know, 100 years. Maybe one day we're going to have a, you know, human made dragon, you know, ready to be adopted as a pet or something. But for now... Let's stick to like achievable original goals and steer clear from fantasy world because let's face it, we're not, we're never getting that Hogwarts letter we've all been waiting for. Yeah, sad. Let's take a minute for that. I hope I don't sound too preachy though because like, what is this girl saying? She's not even seen the world properly yet. She's like barely walking now. You know, she graduates from med school and now suddenly she's like a life coach or something. <laughs> Definitely not. I'm not saying that I know anything other than my own journey. And that's exactly what I'm here to talk about, right? But with that, at least I can give an insight into how I experienced my life. And maybe somebody else out there can relate to that and find solace or some kind of you know life lessons or tips and you know maybe learn from my mistakes i guess that's the basic idea behind this so before you guys like you know attack me for turning all preachy on you <laughs> i'm not trying to like 
tell you how to live your life. I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't harm you to have a plan. And I know that people like me who overthink so much, like whose little job I think on the earth is to overthink every single thing, every single aspect of life. I do think that's asking a lot. But on the other hand, I also believe that if you do it in, you know, a very cautious manner, (laughs) I don't know how else to put it. Like if you're not too overboard, like if you don't go too overboard with the thinking part, then you can maybe equip yourself better with whatever action plan you might have for the future. So for example, like I was talking to a colleague today about, you know, how they wanted to also apply for med school, but then uh, they just felt like it was not their calling. And so they opted for psychology and now they are, you know, a psychology major and planning the masters and stuff. So, I mean, cool, very cool. And plus they have a passion for it as well. So I think, yes, that's one way to figure it out. But I guess we were basically bonding over how hard it was to get into med school and the pressure and the the entire process of it is so, so torturous, basically. And she was like, if I had known earlier that I did not want to do this, like ultimately I would just give up on it. I wouldn't even have started in the first place and I would have paid more attention to other prerequisites that were required for my psychology course. So yeah, I guess that action plan, if they had already thought about it, would have been much better and would have cost them less tears and energy. So yes, I want to ask you today, what do you see yourself doing in your profession, in your career, in the next five years? Where do you see yourself? And are you happy? Do you think, of course, I mean, it's not easy to judge if you would be happy because here's the thing, right? It's with me. It's a personal, you know, opinion and a personal feeling that I always have felt. Maybe something is wrong with me. If there is a psychologist out there listening, please let me know. I always have this thing where I would struggle so much, fight, cry, you know, run, crawl, all sorts of things, basically you know, give my all for something. And once I achieve it, the happiness that I get from completing the task or accomplishing that thing is so fleeting. It's ridiculous. And I know that that makes me sound like an ungrateful bitch, but I'm telling you, I'm so grateful for everything that I've had to experience in life so far, all the opportunities that I've had. But I just can't, you know, sit here and tell you that I have ever felt overjoyed to the point where I'm like, you know, crying with happiness or being like, oh my god, I never knew this was going to happen. Like, being so surprised and just like so, you know, innately happy about something. It's like, you know, I got my A grades in my O-levels and I'm like, yeah, good. Okay. That's it. That was my reaction. I remember my mom and dad, they were like so happy, so proud. They were like celebrating for days on end. And then I was like, yeah wow good and i felt bad for myself and i felt like weird about it because everybody was happy that i couldn't feel that way i mean i was happy obviously but just i don't know the novelty of it just wore off after a while and the same thing happened when i you know got into med school and then when i graduated i just i don't know it feels like 
it feels like something for a minute there. But then I'm like, I don't know. So I never really expect happiness out of doing something. But I think it's maybe because I'm a people pleaser. I'm such a people pleaser that I value other people's emotions more over mine. And I know it sounds horrible right now. Oh my god. But yes, like I feel more rewarded and happy and fulfilled if I am helping other people and I feel like oh I've made somebody else's life better so at their expense I will feel more happy like you know when I'm done with a successful surgery and I get to tell the you know patient and their loved ones about the the surgery being successful or when I've administered like when I've cared for a patient and they uh, recover and you know they get to go home and i'm discharging them and i feel happy because now they get to go home and be in their own you know space and feel happy and they're probably gonna be out of pain and live a normal life and you know that's the kind of stuff that i find rewarding and maybe that is why i never feel like it's too much work i never get burnt out or tired to the point where I'm like I hate this job I actually revel in that so I think I'm a psychopath <laughs> nobody should like that but I do I don't complain I don't mind but yeah I guess there has to be a little bit of craziness um, kind of mingled in with your passion for you to be able to survive in this field like professionally at least thing that i've been thinking about a lot lately is how you know we've all at some point uh, had classmates and friends and we all started from nothing zero we did not know the alphabet and then we learned the alphabet and then we you know progressed to learning a language or you know literature or math science whatever and then we realized that some of us were good with math, some of us were good with physics, some of us were good with, you know, stats, some of us were good with the literature part. And so we kind of like um, went our own ways, separate ways, doing different things in life. And obviously, if you have a group of friends and in a social circle who are all your batchmates or at least, you know, the same kind of like on the same level of uh, education you'll see like such diversity in the kind of professions that all your peers have chosen and then ultimately you just kind of go down this rabbit hole where you're comparing yourself to others where you constantly like you know sit back and be like oh that friend is doing that and they're earning this much and that friend is like you know writing articles or publishing books or like you know a famous influencer now a famous um you know singer or writer or whatever and then you constantly find yourself like being like what am i doing with my life where am i going with this thing you know they figured themselves out they have shit ton of things to do and they're successful and they seem happy and i know that it's such a superficial thing to do because you don't know their struggles, obviously. If you're not close, you probably would not know how they've gotten to where they've gotten. And you only see the good parts, obviously, because that's what they chose for you to see. But ultimately, you still kind of get sucked into this like whole idea of comparing yourself and just, just feeling bad about yourself. So 
this is one thing that I've been doing lately a lot, which is, you know, be happy for them. Obviously, you're happy for them. I'm not saying that you're going to be like bitching out about them or be like, you know, being green with jealousy or envy or anything. I mean, sometimes you're just genuinely happy for people, but still feel kind of hurt for yourself. And I don't know, just inadequate. So, yeah, because I've been through that sort of thing. And uh, honestly, wow, that was a little too honest, I think. But yeah, meaning nobody any harm, but just feeling sorry for yourself. You know, we all go through those sort of mood swings and we just fall into that pit of self-pity and just, you know, being sorry for ourselves and stuff like that. So anyways, um, in that moment, I always have this exercise that I like to do, and that is to sit back, say thank you to Allah, first of all, obviously, for everything that he has um provided me bestowed me with all the blessings say my thank you and then just count my blessings like it's such a cliche thing to say like i find these sort of things very annoying when i read self-help books you know i hate self-help books and you know all these fluffy kind of articles where they like say thank you and you know think about all the good things that are happening in your life oh my god there's like two sides of the coin i don't know why i find that sort of like artificial optimism so annoying but this is one thing that really actually helped me and it was like just thinking about some positive things that have happened in the recent times whenever i'm feeling down and it has helped me so much so so much i can't even tell you because one thing that uh, i've experienced in the past year is that you know you have the ultimate willpower to change your perception change your view change how you feel about something and you are the one in control of that you are the one who allows how much negativity that can settle under your skin foster there turn into an ugly scar and then make you feel rotten inside and at the same time you get to decide how much light can penetrate your skin make you glow from the inside And so it's all about how much and what kind of content you basically let yourself be exposed to and also how you perceive it. And you can change your perception too, obviously. It's like you can either look at all your colleagues and friends and peers flourishing and accomplishing these things and be happy, be genuinely happy for them and find inspiration from it. And then at the same time, You can see all your peers, you know, doing great things in their lives, settling down, getting married, having kids, you know, starting a new business, becoming famous, doing all sorts of, you know, different things that are considered successful in today's um, society and feel sorry for yourself and just, you know, wallow in your self-pity and just cry about it every night and then go to sleep and then do the same thing over and over again and then die. Yeah, so you you choose to live your life the way you want. And so when somebody asks you what you see yourself doing in five years, I think even if you're not clear, even if obviously it may change, you know, that perception, that view, that idea, that goal. But being sure of yourself in the here and now is what is the most important thing. 
I guess. And that's the crux of this entire conversation. Being confident in the here and now. Living your life in the present tense. And shout out to Yoongi. Uh, he just enlisted today, by the way. I'm kind of sad. Very sad. I was like, I ha- I went through this whole, like, you know, five stages of grief thing that I go through every single time a BTS member enlists. And for him, it's, uh, you know social service thing so it's gonna be longer than the other members so yeah kind of sad about that but there's one thing that he has taught me this past year and it is the fact that you need to start living in your present because that is what matters not the past and i think to some extent not the future if you're going to be happy and content and living your best life in the present ultimately it's going to become your past one day and then also that is also how you're going to proceed yourself in the future so leave something good behind so that your future self can thank you and learn from and be inspired by and not something that your future self is going to be like i don't want to go there Uh -uh. it's like when you open your facebook memories and you look at your routine itself and you just cringe by the hairstyle or the amount of eyeliner you're wearing or just the kind of clothes you're wearing and you're like oh my god you just you know shiver internally and then you're like oh my god i don't know this person i was going around looking like that oh my god like you know those kind of self-critique moments that you have yeah (laughs) essentially that but like on a more intellectual deeper level god why do i do this maybe because i've been giving so many motivational speeches lately i've turned into a motivational speaker have i (laughs) quote unquote uh life coach my god people are gonna be rolling their eyes at me like rosie shut up okay go sleep touch some grass go out touch some grass and i think i really need to go do that in any case that was not the topic that I was supposed to be discussing today, but since it's Midnight Rambles and I'm going to be talking about whatever that comes to my mind, this is where my mind wanted to go. So here we are. And I hope that I have not been too annoying <laughs> and that you have found something that is important or educational in this podcast episode. So yeah. I'll shut up now. Like, I'll for real shut up now. Uh, and I'll see you next time. Be good. Be safe. Allah Hafiz. <laughs>